Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror, Freddy, Jason, Basket Case, but who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. In Wyandotte, Michigan, there used to be a new age store that was downtown. It was really cool. Uh, some friends of mine, we went there. I bought a tarot deck that I never really learned how to use, but it was neat going there. It was kind of something new and exciting around the place where I grew up, and I think they were really they were really good. They thrive as a business, but I think maybe that was because they didn't have a rival company in the same town on the same block that would slowly drive them insane. It admittedly, it probably would have been a little fun to watch, but it didn't. But thankfully, this week's guest did, and they were here to tell us about it. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and this week I'm coming to you from, I'm very excited about this, and forgive me if I'm saying this incorrectly, I am in a new age store, and I'm sitting with the owner-operator of this place, Magenta. How are you? I'm doing so good, Adam. How are you today? I'm great. And now, is it fair, I mean, is it okay for me to say new age store? Is that fine? Or is there, you know, like another name you'd like? You can say New Age store, but it's misleading because New Age implies that you deal with the light and the darkness, and this is all dark, baby. So we are in an exclusively dark magic place. Is that, is that fair? Yes, magic with the J-I-C-K, yes. <laughs> I love it. That's so great. I'm so excited because I feel like I'm so intrigued about all this, but I'm, I'm, I don't know enough, and I'm a little nervous to get into it. Oh, don't, oh, don't be scared. No, no, no. You, 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 we've got exactly what you need. We've got starter sets in dark tarot. We've got starter sets in goat blood. We've got starter sets in a focus on the family. We've got all sorts of evil that everything you could have in here is at Magenta's. Wow, I, this is so very cool. Uh, Magenta, I, but first, before we get into any of that stuff, what got you into this line of work or this, this lifestyle, I guess? Not line of work, this lifestyle. I was born on a moonless night in the depths of a river. The river had no name, but wow. I was thrust from my mother's loins and into the arms of a devil. This happened in Twinsburg, Ohio, from what I am told. I got a um, magenta. That sounds pretty fucking cool. Yes, I'm a badass. I mean, that sounds great. You have like the most, again, heavy metal birthing story I've ever heard. Most people are in a hospital or a car, or, you know, the woods. But this is this is awesome. No, thank you. Thank you. I, I'm a born swimmer. Thank you. So I would imagine being born like this, unfortunately, it, it, it's not really the the norm. You know, when you go out in public, it's not really the norm for schools and kids. And that's unfair. And hopefully that'll change. But what was it like for you growing up being of the of the faith, you know? Oh, it was very difficult. The, the children of Twinsburg, they all thought that I was smelly and covered in dirt when really I was just wearing ashes from my sacrifice eyes, uh, which is more than one sacrifice. Uh, you know, and I, I came into a school covered in pewter and, and onyx 
and and I couldn't get through the metal detectors. They had metal detectors at my school. I think it was just for me. And uh, it was it was very sad. It was sad. I was very lonely. I moved to the West Coast eventually because that is where my people are. Uh, was this a was this in direct you know response to how you were being dealt with at school? Because that had to be very terrifying, and especially having a, you know no offense because my last name is Peacock, but I can't imagine Magenta did you any favors when you were in school. No, no, certainly people people pronounced it magenta all the time and I I I wanted to tell them do I look pink to you and turn them into a toad and I never did because the devil was like no your time will come magenta you've got an entrepreneurial spirit so come on out to Los Angeles and open your emporium of sin I think that's it's really refreshing to hear something like that because you hear so many people, especially in Los Angeles, Magenta, you are in a very difficult city and you hear people come out here to be, you know, I want to be an actor. I want to be a musician. But retail was your calling. Oh, indeed. Yes. And, and, and you're right. There's people who are like, oh, I think fame is in the cards for me, but I can read the cards and I'll tell you, there's nothing in there but death and destruction. And if you follow me, I'll give you some stones that'll help bring that terror of death down upon your enemies. See, I have been looking for something like that because I myself am a victim of the of just the meat grinder that is Los Angeles and trying to perform and do comedy and be an actor, you know. So I I would love to be able to rain terror down upon my enemies, of which there are many. I, I can I can see you have a lot of enemies. I see them building up in your aura. I see a crown of thorns upon your head placed there by your mortal enemies. Yeah, I have yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, no, I have something for it's called Dianetics. And I think uh, it's going to really help you follow your dreams. Wait, Dianetics? It's by uh, L. Ronathan Hubbard. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. Yes, and it, what it, what it does is it it takes the vilest impulses in you, and it makes you uh, uh, use them for your own power. Okay, that doesn't sound half bad. That sounds like it. You know, could be could be very rewarding. It's very successful for a lot of people. Uh, so you're out in LA, you're living the dream, you're living that retail dream, Magenta. And I, admittedly, I see a store like this and I'm like, wow, there's going to just be one of these in the immediate area, but that is not the case for you. You had a little bit of a, um, CVS Walgreens thing going on with new age stores. Talk to me about that. Well, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because right across the street from me, there is a store by a woman named Lyria, and she she she's open like 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. Monday through Friday. She's open on Saturdays early and Sundays late. And I, you know, I I have my own interests. I have my own sure. life. It's a one. It's a one magenta operation. And what we, I'm, I'm open on the full moon 
for four hours between 10 a.m. and 7 p.m., but it's unadvertised. They do a lot of business online. Uh, but this Lyria, she's been luring in customers, telling people there's two sides of magic, and one uh-huh. is balancing out the other. I, uh, I hate her. I hate that bitch. I... You know, there are some things that you don't really take into consideration when you're talking to somebody about opening a retail store of their dreams and business hours is one of them. You know, it it really becomes kind of all encompassing. You know, it really kind of takes over your life and that might not be fair. Well, no, when I first moved out here, you know, I I sunk everything I had into the business. I had a cot in the back room that I would I would levitate on and attempt to sleep but I was That's very I was cool. Light as a feather. Thank you. I uh and uh I I just, you know, after after 18 months of that I said, "Well, fuck this. I can't do this anymore." So I I started a band and uh I gave myself fully to the devil himself. <laughs> and yeah. I, you know, since then I've focused on my happiness. I, I think that's great. You know, I don't, enough people don't do it. I, I think that's, it's, that's, if you can leave Los Angeles with focusing on your own happiness, I think you're doing something very right. You know, the, the, the wildlife in California, the outdoorsiness is, is really calling to everyone. And I, I haven't been outside in the daylight in Several decades, but I tell you what, I love dancing on the shore in the moonlight. Oh, yeah. Stilling the blood of newborns, doing what I've got to do. Self-care. Self-care, baby. Self-care. I mean, was and it, a good thing that I think you have going is that, you know, you're into the store. You have the store going. You're you're into your your religion and your passion. You started a band. You're reading Dianetics. You're, you know, casual, habitual murder. I think... It's nice to have kind of a cornucopia of things to do to keep your mind distracted. Well, you know, it's like it's been a chaotic couple of years. And I, I sure. think really like keeping yourself focused on like what you can control, you know, like I, I can't control more customers coming into my store, but the hours have cut down on crowds. So I feel very safe in there. I can't control what the devil wants to do, but I can certainly, you know, give him offerings and tell him that my soul is his forever and, and hope he yeah. sends a ghost to make sweet love to me. I mean, look, I I think we all can agree. Give yourselves over to Satan. And at the very least, you get that you get that ghost sex, which everybody likes. A plus plus. Do you think maybe, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a business owner and I'm not an economist, but do you think... You know, on those days that you're open for four hours, you're open for four hours from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And that's you're just scattering as long as you fill four hours in that time. Yes, you're good. Yes. Sometimes I roll a die, uh, a die with nine sides. Yeah. Yes. And then and that will tell me which four hours I'm open. So sometimes it's a double hour. Like there was one year. It was one year where it was December. It was a full moon, and I was open at noon, but twice. So I had to open the back door. And, and oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's consistency is is not really my thing in the business world. 
So I try to keep myself as consistent as possible, you know. I think it's something in the business world that it takes a type of person, which you obviously are because you've done it. You've started a business, but you know, it's all about give and take, right? What things are like, can you steal from another business to make yours better? So why not, you know, have you thought about maybe giving it a shot of instead of throwing a die and, you know, I work 30 minutes here, two hours here, why not just do it a 10 to two every day? That way your work's done at two. And then you have the rest of the night to, you know, kill babies or goats or whatever, you know, you have your nights back to yourself. I'm not going to explain the economy to you. I'm not going to explain how, how the dark waves of the micro economy works. I'm not going to explain the small businesses of Satan to you, but uh, we are a league. We are, we are the worst business bureau. And what we have agreed to is a standardized, uh, you know, uh, agreement of when we can and cannot be open. And one of the reasons why I hate that fucking Lyria so much is because she, she has given in to, to the normies. She has given in to the, uh, the mainstream Judeo-Christian uh, 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 business capitalist are you are you i i saw so, i just before magenta i don't want you to i, I want you to be okay are you are you you're talking about the better business bureau right yes those highfalutin hoity-toity toilet paper using business snobs yes well that is another thing you and i agree on because i think we need to get rid of the better business bureau and as quickly as possible Thank you. Thank you. They, like, they don't handle my complaints. My right. complaints go unanswered. Why, why don't you have more spleens of newt in your store? They don't care. So how is the war going? How is the war going with, you know, your, your very apparent rival? You know, I've left at least four pounds of cat shit on her front store. And... Uh, to this day, she remains open. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I see tote bags. I see tote bags with Lyria's walking around the neighborhood. And I think to myself, God damn it. I, I've, I've put a hex on her a lot. But I think I read the hex backwards. And it just made her oh. very, successful. very successful. Well, you know what I see? And that makes me mad, too. Because you know what I see when I see those people carrying those tote bags around Magenta? I see fucking tourists. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for getting it. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's like the people who buy the t-shirt that says punk rock, and you know they're not a fucking punk. Yeah, they don't care about that shit. They don't know who Joe Strummer was. So, yeah, like, I, that's it exactly. You know, they, they have like a, ooh, I, ooh, I bought a, a deck of tarot cards. Ooh, right. I put my crystals in the sun. You, yeah. you, you, you get the fuck out of my space. It's like those little tiny Oscars people buy, and they, they have one shit. They don't. They bought them for themselves. They got them engraved that said, "I'm the best mom." Are you? Are That's, you? There's no way to quantify that or qualify that or whatever it is. You can't prove that. It's 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 immeasurable. No. I, I'm with you. I this is a, look, and I think it's moments like this, Magenta, where I think I need more of the dark arts in my life because I have a lot of stress. I'm very angry, and I need to find a little bit of relief, a little bit of of guidance. And I think this might be the way to do it. 
Well, you know, I've already got Dianetics in your shopping bag. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw in this uh, pewter dragon. And I know it seems like it's just a dragon that could be used to sharpen a knife. But I tell you what it is. It's got real ruby eyes. It's got onyx in its tail. And what it will do is it will look after you. You can put it on your mantle. I love that. Yeah, you put it on your bedside table. But you you have to talk to it every day. And you have to name it. And once you name it, the dragon will, will bring the darkness to fruition in your life. See, this is what I'm talking about. And I think it's things like this. If you're listening, you need to get to Magenta's because these are the kind of deals that she has going on. It's uh, it's half off for everything evil, which is everything in the store. Well, Magenta, I am so happy that I came by. I prefer this place much more to that cat shit smelling place across the street, you know. And I'm, I, I want to know more about the dark arts, and I would love it if you could explain economics and small business propriety to me. Oh, I've been trying for years. No one wants to listen. Well, damn it. You have someone who wants to listen now. Uh, Magenta, thank you so much for stopping by. My neighbors are dead. Thank you so much. I'm sorry about your neighbors. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself, Nate DeFort, and Ryan Countshouse, with editing done by Nate DeFort. Our original music was composed by Jesse Case, with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by James Mulholland. And as always, we want to give a very special thank you to our old pal, Mark Nashon. I would like to thank my pal, Eve Kruger, for coming by and playing Magenta. If you want to know more about Eve, follow her on Instagram at ecrew81. If you like the show and you want to support us, go to www.patreon.com slash dead, where you can find new weekly bonus content only available to our Patreon patrons. If you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. I'm Mark David Christensen. I'm Kate Thompson, and together we host Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast. The show dedicated to the world of the half-demon hero created by Mike Mignola and published by Dark Horse Comics. Our show returns this February 16th as we continue every Wednesday to make our way through the pages of Hellboy, BPRD, Witchfinder, and many more related comic book titles. Plus, we discuss the various Hellboy live-action and animated films, novels, and other media adaptations. And occasionally, we're joined by various guests that share our passion. Previous guests include Tad Stones, creator of Darkwing Duck and Hellboy Animated, Joshua Dysart, writer of BPRD's 1946, Hector Navarro from Nerdist Book Club and just a big old fan, Jonathan Mark Speravecchia, comic book artist and also friend of the podcast, Cody Ziegler, writer of Amazing Spider-Man and other Marvel comic books, and many more guests. So tune in. February 16th and every Wednesday to All Crap, a Hellboy podcast on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.